Lily Van Horn and Patrick Hearst Jr. were sitting on the living room couch enjoying the cookies her guardians Nicole and Lee had hidden in a high cupboard with some cold milk from the easily accessible fridge. On the other side of town, the agents of heaven and hell were racing towards them, hoping to stop this adolescent meeting of the minds from even happening. Lily's new guardians, Nicole and Lee, were actually two angels who normally went by the names Nico and Lee, respectively. Traveling with them was the seemingly resurrected destroyer of Black Falls, Jack Davlin, who preferred his given name of Lucifer. Even moving at divinely preternatural speeds, the trio felt like they were moving through an inky trachel. It was as if Black Falls itself was slowing them down. It was. Patrick Hurst dunked his chocolate chip cookie into the chilly glass of milk and took a bite. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My parents always said you can have food in your mouth or words, but never both, countered Lily, lazily letting her cookie soak up as much milk as physically possible. Patrick chewed vigorously and loudly swallowed in one painfully large gulp, obviously wanting to get to his point. Sorry, what I meant was, he said, tonguing the pulped cookie paste from the sides of his back teeth, something led me here. To the gallows? asked Lily, incredulously. Not the gallows, really. More like being drawn to you. Does that seem weird? Not really, said Lily, carefully having a bite of the limp, wet cookie lump her crisp baked good had become after a minute in a cold milk bath. She moved the loose dough around her mouth like a fine pudding before swallowing it delicately. Black Falls wants you to kill me. Patrick was dumbstruck. It was the sudden realization of finding his purpose without previously knowing it. It was like seeing his destiny laid out before him, looking back at a hitherto branched life and witnessing a startling straight line of choices. But you won't, continued Lily. I've met my future self. She told me everything. The air seems thicker, wouldn't you agree? muttered Jack Devlin, back to his angelic counterparts. The abscess shouldn't be exerting this much force, posited Nico. Unless, mewed Lee, unless it has found Lily. She's the key to its last iteration, he finished meekly. Well, fuck, mumbled both Devlin and Nico in unison. What's everything? stammered Hearst. The tension in the room betraying the innocent tableau. Well, basically, Black Falls is a bad place, kind of. It eats misery, and when it's full, it's going to pop. Like that fat guy from the old British movie? Lily mulled over the reference that was lost on her. She shrugged and slowly nodded, wearing a confused but gentle smile. Sure. What happens when that happens? asked Patrick, between finishing one cookie and starting a third. That's what the devil and Nico and Lee are wondering on their way here. Wait, exclaimed Hearst. Like the actual devil? We're almost there, the actual devil said. I know, Lee replied snidely. We live there. No one's going to be living in Black Falls for very much longer if we don't shake a leg, Nico suggested. My older self called it a cataclysm, whatever that means. It sounds bad, Patrick Hearst posited, while noticing he had... More cookies than Lily, and made a mental note to slow down on what could be considered bad manners, and, more accurately, considered generally piggish behavior. Lily Van Horn took a tidal breath, but her potentially long-winded explanation turned into an exasperated sigh when she was interrupted. So you talk to your future self, there's a heaven and hell, and I'm the personification of this town that wants to murder you so I can keep consuming human misery? 
That's about it, answered Lily flatly. So what do we do? Lily plunged another cookie into her milk, itself heavily flecked with the decomposing remnants of the cookie's devoured brethren. We wait for the others to get here, and then you'll provide the answer. Me? I don't even know what the question is, muttered Hearst, trying to wrap his young mind around the entirely too unbelievable situation. Nikos leaves and Jack's arrival to the gallows townhome that the angels had secured to hide Lily was met with such a lack of fanfare that it echoed that old adage of being a little too quiet. The kitchen lights on, deduced Nico, with knee nodding in obvious approval of the mundane observation. Jack swiftly moved into a stance, preparing to kick the front door in. What are you doing? loudly hissed Lee. Catching them by surprise, of course, Jack venomously whispered back. We have the keys, Nico suggested. It's not as fun, said Jack, through a grin worthy of the description devilish. Lee put his hand on Devlin's shoulders. Do you really want to surprise a celestial abscess and its equal rival just because it looks fun in Michael Bay movies, said Lee? Devlin slowly backed away from the door. Fine, he said. But it would have been fun, he softly countered. Nico and Lee closed their eyes and reassumed their disguises as Nicole and Lee Hurst. Jack rolled his eyes. Oh, like you live and breathe as Jack Devlin? Lee sneered. Fair enough, acquiesced Jack. Nico unlocked the door and stepped into the townhome's modest and plain foyer. Lee and Devlin followed him like a frightened Shaggy and Scooby. The scene the trio walked into was the last thing they expected. Lily and Patrick were cleaning up the dirty glasses and cookie crumbs on the table. Nico cast a disapproving glance at the purloined baked goods with a condemnation that, in contrast to the situation, seemed inconsequential. The semi-divine trio stopped in their tracks as Lily and Patrick finished clearing their dessert-riddled tête-à-tête. They turned and faced the three new additions to the room without feeling an ounce of regret. She pulled Patrick's hands to hers and leveled her stare. I was told Black Falls and I were at war. I was also told what the opposite of war is, she stated matter-of-factly. The angels just blankly stared, their eyes wrapped in glazed confusion. Um, what? stammered Lee. It's peace, Nico said plainly. No, it isn't, Lily retorted, giving the visibly nervous Patrick's hand a quick squeeze for reassurance. There was another bewildered beat of silence. Then, a toothy smile manifested itself across Jack's entire face like a glorious sunrise. Oh, shit. Oh, hell yeah, whispered Jack. Nico's and Lee's necks spasmed as they snapped to attention to the strangely intuitive Devlin. They barely registered the sudden speed of blurred movement in front of them as Lily spun around, pulling Patrick's mouth to hers. Jack started to clap instantly as the unfallen angels looked back to the kissing couple. Wow, sighed Hearst. That's the opposite of war? Yep, it's love, she said, looking at Patrick with tear-wrapped eyes. But, like my elder self said, love always has a price, whether it's for you or others. She sadly cast her eyes over to Nico, and so does peace. Nico walked over and placed his hands on one shoulder of each child. It's time for the healing to begin in Black Falls. I think Father can help mend the abscess if we lance it, so to speak. Patrick beamed. I'm going to help save the town? In a manner of speaking, which do you think would hurt less, getting your heart broken or being a tree?
Hearst was taken aback by the question, but took an introspective minute to ponder the answer. Lily released his hand back to him, almost impossibly soft. He spoke from an unaccustomed but matured almost 200 years of life. I mean, the love from a person is finite, but when the old oak tree was loved, it was for a really long time. It'll be longer than that, Lily said, some tears escaping their blinked-away prison. Lee walked over, divinely understanding what was about to happen. You're going back to being a tree, Patrick, Lee said as empathically as he could. At least I'll still be a part of Black Falls, Hurst said, taking up Lily's hand gently. We both will, Lily Van Horn said softly. The pair tenderly shrugged Nico's hands free. I know you're ready. I am, Patrick said with semi-reluctance. I am too, Lily said after planting a kiss on Patrick's cheek that would have made a butterfly landing blush. Months later, Lily Van Horn was well into her freshman year of high school when the three o'clock bell rang, releasing her back to her life away from the chalkboard jungle. She would run back to the old oak tree just outside the unreclamated ruins of the Hearst Mansion. She would sit under the all-encompassing shade of the thick branches and sun-suffocating verdant leaves. She would tell the tree about her day at school and her home life with Nicole and Lee Hearst and her Uncle Jack, and she would always end her conversation with the same words. I'm happy that you're just a tree, and I'm just a girl. I love you. If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.